T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Total Information AM on KMOX with Carol Daniel. I'm Tom Ackerman. The American Academy of Pediatrics is out with its first new guidance on childhood obesity in 15 years, and it completely rips up the playbook. AAP now says weight loss, drugs, and surgery should be considered when treating children. Obesity affects nearly 20% of kids and teens in the U.S., about 42% of adults, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Joining us now, Mayo Clinic physician Dr. Andrew Storm, a therapeutic endoscopist trained in advanced endoscopy, gastroenterology, and internal medicine. Dr. Storm, welcome to KMOX. Thank you so much. Hey, guys. Good morning from snowy Minnesota. Oh, love it. Love it. Uh, so ripping up the playbook, what was your reaction to the recommendations? Oh, boy, guys, you know, times have changed. And I have to say, as a parent and as a physician, I'm really excited about this new set of guidelines. Guidelines are really meant to drive practice and to drive insurance coverage of things. And this is a situation where we've, over the last 20 to 30 years, we've developed new diseases in America, believe it or not. We see liver transplantation being necessary in kids. And again, 20 to 30 years ago, that wasn't needed. This is liver transplantation for fatty liver disease. Again, something that, that's never been associated with childhood in the past. And so I think, again, it's a long time coming. We've needed some sort of guideline to help us make some progress on this disease that afflicts so many of our children. So I'm very curious about this. I mentioned it in the beginning that drugs should be considered. Uh, which drugs are we talking about? Yeah, there are multiple drugs under study now, so we still need to wait a little bit to have multiple options available for kids specifically. Any kind of medication, it's, it's difficult to get those approved in children because getting studies approved for testing a medication in children is, is a challenging thing, and usually... Uh, we have to we have to use data or evidence from uh, small studies, studies that weren't designed to test the safety of a medication. So I think at this point now there's a, enough evidence that this is a safe treatment and that the long-term effects of obesity that carry well beyond childhood are, are something we need to pay attention to and something we need to treat. I was intrigued, too, by, by everything that was said yesterday, but by the fact, by the notion that doctors used to, physicians used to think that it, maybe a child would outgrow the, the obesity and that that's yeah. no longer something we need to, to think. Cheryl, you're right. This, we've, we've moved well beyond that thinking now. And we know that the majority of kids with severe obesity are going to have severe obesity when they become adults. And both the psychological and then also the just physical health uh, impact of that obesity is going to is going to impact that child and then adult's life in the future. So the time for action we've discovered is now. You know, as soon as possible. Don't wait. Don't watch and wait and see how things go. Um, the cornerstone of treatment is still always going to be trying to change behavior, trying to change eating and exercise behaviors. 
But we now have some new tools that I think are going to be available for kiddos. And so does that mean that this phrase that I think we've all used, baby fat, that, that that's not a real thing? Well, you know, there, there absolutely is a healthy amount of fat. Again, I, I have to say, being up in Minnesota, I can appreciate that if you walk outside, it's nice to have a little layer of something, you know, to keep you warm. <laughs> and um, there is, you know, such a thing as baby fat, which was meant to be protective and, and help a baby uh, stay healthy. But uh, as they move into adolescence and young adulthood, particularly teenagers, we find that if they, if they are well above that 95 percentile for their age and sex, that's where we start to get into some trouble and we see that they may suffer long-term consequences of obesity, not the least of which is heart disease, stroke, diabetes, and even cancer in their future. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. If you wouldn't mind explaining the line where you become obese. So what is considered obese and obesity? And then you mentioned severe obesity. If you, if you could map that out. Tom, it's interesting. It's different for adults and kids. And you can see we all have different growth trajectories when we are children. So um, it's defined by a percentile for age and sex for children. And that percentile is what tells us if somebody is, is well ahead of the curve or well under the curve. It used to be mostly those curves were to help us beef up nutrition in children. So, you know, 50, 60 years ago, those curves were mostly to identify kids who were underweight and needed more attention, more nutrition. Now the most prevalent disease worldwide in children, the most prevalent nutritional disease is actually obesity. So we're using those curves to define the upper end of normal. And when those things are charted out in your child's pediatrician's office, um, that'll, that'll show you if they're well ahead of the curve, that's where we start to really pay attention and maybe do some interventions to help uh, a kiddo lose weight or get back on track. In adults, it's a little bit simpler, so it's just a combination of height and weight, and there's a formula, a calculation that comes up with the body mass index. The body mass index, it's not a perfect scale, but it's the way that uh, physicians will use um, those, those parameters to help us define obesity. A BMI over 25 is considered overweight. A body mass index or BMI over 30 is where we reach obesity. Over 35, that becomes more severe. 35 and 40 is where we reach severe obesity. And those are people who may want to consider a bariatric surgery, a more interventional weight loss option. I do want to talk about surgery. We both do. But I have heard from women, uh, obviously adults now, who say they were told as girls, you better stop eating. You're going to get fat or other negative things from family and even from pediatricians that they say were, were marked moments in their memory. Um, so I wonder about the behavior change you talked about in children, but it, but it almost seems like we need a behavior change in doctors, in parents, everybody involved. You're right. We don't want to talk about uh, someone who is fat. We want to talk about someone who has obesity. This, is, this doesn't need to define a person. Um, and we also know that there are different ranges of healthy weight, um, and not everyone needs to be skinny. You know, that's clearly true. Ooh, please please say that again. That, please say that again. Not yeah, everyone needs to be skinny. skinny. <laughs> that's right. Not everyone needs to be skinny. And in fact, for a lot of people, skinny is going to be unhealthy. Skinny, uh, to some extent, particularly in, in, in women, can lead to uh, brittle bones and other issues that, that can cause problems in the long term. So, 
again, the goal is not to be skinny. The goal is to be healthy. And here at Mayo Clinic, that's our focus. And I'll say, you know, if I can take someone who's very overweight and has diabetes and even just help them lose 5 or 10% of their weight, that's going to have a significant impact on their diabetes, on their high blood pressure, and their overall survival, their risk of cancer in the future. So it's really just about reaching a healthy weight, a weight that um, you and your doctor can agree on is a healthy place to be. But you're right, we still have some ways to go in terms of defining you know, what that is for each individual person. Dr. Andrew Storm, Mayo Clinic physician, we appreciate you joining us on KMOX today. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you both for talking about this. It's important. Thanks again. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 